Blog Talk Radio. How's it going, guys? It is May 3rd, 2015, and this is the first episode of Through the Eyes of a Tiger. Um, I guess I'll first start off with uh, explaining what this podcast is all about and why I decided to do it. Um, this is a podcast that's motivational-based. Um, I think that's the best way for me to put it because, in my opinion, um, positivity can be spun a bunch of different ways. A lot of times people think positivity means that you're nice to everybody, nice to uh, about every topic. Um, you go about things in in a way where you're trying to be peaceful at every minute of life. And to me, that's just completely unrealistic. Um, so I'm going to go through, you know, a bunch of different episodes of this. This is going to be, you know, once every two weeks, once every three weeks, something like that. Um, and, you know, just kind of when I feel like doing them. It's not going to be on a certain day specifically. I'll just try to, you know, put them out there as I can. I'll try to make them somewhat based around a certain topic or thought process or something and then see where we go from there. Um, basically, everything, uh, a lot of what this show is going to be about and what it's going to sound like, it's going to sound kind of preachy because this is my views on what I've learned through experience. So it's really not up for, um, I, you know, I'm not looking for, a different viewpoint or anything like that on this where, you know, the other show, sure. I mean, I'm not a wrestler. I can't really speak towards what's absolutely right. And wrestling has its different perspectives on, you know, who likes what. So this is going to be way different and, um, you know, teach their own in life, you know, overall, but just through experience, because I had to really go through this and struggle with a lot of the negativity before I can come to this kind of point in my life. So I'm going to go over, you know, more or less what I'm saying here. And um, to start on the outline of some things, um, you know, I didn't have a, a fantastic childhood. I really didn't. Uh, more or less an uh, absentee father. haven't seen him in 20-something years. Um, I mean, as far as, uh, you know, the most important person, most influential person I've ever had in my life is my grandmother. And um, she passed away 12 years ago. Um, I have definitely gone through quite a bit of addiction problems. Definitely alcoholism is one of them. And, um, you know, just overall using a substance as a crutch for, you know, what I didn't want to deal with or what I thought was the right thing to do in life was use these things as a crutch as an escape. And that's obviously the wrong way to go about things. Um, when I, you know, would do that, and I think when a lot of people do that, they're looking for just a way out to feel better and going through that stuff. And, you know, I was, uh, I was drinking well over a hundred beers a week. Um, you know, some hard alcohol and, um, you know, a bunch of different things like that. But, um, you know, and that, that was within like a six hour period after work. I still work six days a week. And, um, that was in, you know, a span of six hours or so. You know, I was putting down 15 beers a night, no question. And um, that was just like a normal night. And, um, you know, for years before that, too, um, weed was my crutch. And that was, um, you know, my way of just, okay, I can't wait to smoke. I can't wait to do it, you know. And um, I'm going to go more into the whole substance thing on a different episode. But more or less what I'm trying to say is, you know, coming out of that, 
my thought process was, wouldn't it be ideal and wouldn't it be the best possible situation to feel day in and day out the same relieved and the same up feeling that whether it be the alcohol at its finest when you hit that that peak in drinking, you hit that certain, you know, however many beers, however many shots, whatever it took you where you get that, that, you know, unstoppable feeling where you get that, you know, that rush where you just feel like you're on top of the world. What would it be, what would it take for you to feel like that every day of life without substance? Because that would be the ultimate goal. That would be the ultimate, um, you know, thing to obtain, to not need a substance to get that feeling. That's that's unbelievable. And I feel like I really have. Um, you know, first thing I'll say again, I'm going to go further into the substances but um, on another episode. But I really think substance-wise, if you have any issues with that, and um, by issues, I mean if you're using anything daily, anything substance-wise, whether it's weed or alcohol or anything like that, people like to paint weed as uh, completely safe and, um, you know, harmless, um, harmless thing to do, but as a person, you know, who was doing it daily years ago for probably a good 15 years or something like that, if I didn't have it, if I couldn't get it, I was an asshole to everybody around me. So make no mistake about it. It affects your mood just as much as some of the bigger stuff does. So, but what my um, advice would be as far as any substance, anything you're using on a daily basis that alters your mood, get it out of your life. I mean, this is, if you're trying to obtain, like I just said, um, that ultimate feeling, that ultimate positivity and happiness in life without substance, that's number one. You got to do that. Even though it might be the thing that's giving you the most happiness, the most rush, the most uh, pleasure at the time, we're talking about the bigger picture. We're not talking about minute to minute. And that's where, you know, a lot of addicts live is, is minute to minute. Um, beyond that, um, like I said, through life, a lot of dealing with, oh, fuck, my childhood this, my childhood that, you understand that, I mean, if we're talking about, you know, um, 20, 40, 60, 80, 100, if you live, just say you live 100 years, which is, you know, obviously not the average, um, just, just say you live 80 years, and, you know, a lot of people make it past 80. Say you live 80 years. If you're dwelling on that age one to age 20, which so many people derive their future negativity and their destruction of their personality, their emotions, and everything else is based on that first 20 years of life. That's a quarter of your life. So imagine throwing away three quarters of your life because of that first quarter. You know, there's a lot of things like that. You got to really put it in perspective and think about that shit. And, you know, you got to put it behind you. At some point or another, you got to put it behind you because you got three quarters of a life to live and, and try to be happy with it. If you let that first quarter destroy the other three, forget it. You know, it's like going into a football game and just, you know, <laughs> benching all your starters or, you know, sending all your starters to, you know, um, to, you know, to the liquor store or something in the first quarter. The other three quarters are fucked. I mean, you can't, 
you know, or, or fouling out, you know, uh, going in the NBA, foul out all your starters in the first quarter because you're trying to play that physical. Well, the, the other four, three quarters are fucked because you decided to go a little too hard on that first one. And, and that's what I think a lot of people do. Tremendous, more than you'll ever know, people do that. That's one mistake that I think is made. Another one is, you know, obviously dwelling on lost ones. I mean, like I said, um, my grandmother was the most important person ever in my life. She's been gone 12 years, and that shit, like, it, it doesn't get easier. It really doesn't. But I can tell you that one of the things I draw the most strength in life is, you know, when you feel like you can't go anymore, um, when you're pushing yourself in a workout or a run or something, you're looking for a little more. I, that's that's where my you know that's partly part of what my strength comes from. You look at like what would they think, how would they feel, and this and that. Now I'm not the most religious person in the world, and um, and, you know I'm also not a super anti-religious guy. You know I fall in the middle, and you know the thing about that is religion can serve as you know um, a form of hope. For, for other people out there. Obviously, you get your extremists that go to another extent and they want to hurt people over it. There's people who are anti-religion that go to a further extent and want to hurt people over religion existing. Constantly spread their hate speech of religion, which in itself becomes a religion because you're worried about too much about what other people are doing. I think religion in, you know, in its finest form is something that provides you faith and hope. And again, I'm not a religious guy. I'm just speaking, you know, to say that if that's something you're you're into, maybe that's the avenue you can find your faith and hope because that's what it comes down to. You have to find that. I don't know what's ahead of us. I don't know what was behind us as far as the religion, where we're going. I, I don't know any of that. I know our time is limited on this earth and the way that we carry ourselves through life. I mean, that's that's on us. You'd be miserable every day of the week. Well, you know, if you die at the end of the week, you don't get to do that week over. It's, it's all over. So um, it's really on you. Um, you know, as far as, you know, like I said, with the run, running or working out or whatever, when, you, you know, you feel like it's your end and you can look at the sky and think about the people you lost and just go, you know, this is for you or, you know, what would you want me to do, you know? And you get a little bit of a thought like, all right, you know, I'm carrying that on my back. Everything that person meant to me is, I mean, that shit is, that shit is a, like an energy boost. You know, somebody, you know, carrying, you're carrying all the positivity that they gave to you on your back forward. You want to make them proud. You want to, you know, show them that you got more than other people could even imagine you got. And that's, I mean, that's something, that's a bond between you and the person you lost that means so much. It shouldn't be disabling because, you're not going to gain anything from that. The person you lost would never want you to just be crippled. You know, imagine that person alive. None of them would want you to be down and out. So that person's got to motivate you to be stronger than you were even when they were here. You know what I mean? I guess, you know, people say, like, you're angel and you're this and you're that. It, it's got to turn into a positive motivation in order to propel you forward, man. For years, it would just debilitate me, especially in my drinking years was – um. You know, just thinking about my grandmother and stuff, it would just it would destroy me. How am I supposed to go on? How am I supposed to live? How am I supposed to, you know? And now, like, you know, it's that certain thing, man, you get, you know, almost towards the end of the thing, you feel like, you know, everything's 
I'm just saying running wise, but obviously there's a lot of different, you know, avenues you take this in life. Um, you know, legs are cramping up and stuff and you just, I mean, you're out of wind, everything's, everything's shot, man. You, you just kind of look up and fucking next thing you know, you feel fresh as hell. I mean, it's, it's what you've got to turn negatives into as far as like the, the loss in life. Um, that, that's what I feel. I mean, the thing is, is you got to trick your mind into being in, in a positive, you know, forward stance, because if you're not, that's it. I mean, there's nobody that's going to lift you up, you know, and, and, uh, you know, put you, you know, in an accomplishing positive mind state if you don't yourself. And, you know, that's the thing. Um, a lot of people day in and day out and partially, you know, a good part of why I wanted to start doing this podcast is because you see so much of today sucks, I hate this week, uh, oh, I hate Mondays. Think about how accepted, how common, and how, I mean, to a certain extent trendy, but it's been going on forever, so it's not even trendy. It's a it's a never-dying um you know, thing that's done where, you know, Mondays, oh, Monday, everybody's got the, oh, I hate Mondays and all that. And of course, you know, no one likes going back, springing back to work on Monday if you're off Sunday. I've been working six days a week for 14 years. So believe me, I feel, you know, Mondays are a little bit different. But the more you, you drown yourself in that negativity of today is going to suck, there's no way it's not. If you go into a day thinking today is going to suck, the only way you come out of that day with some sort of positive is if someone else who was positive helps to spin your mood around by saying something along the way that makes you feel better about it because it was their positive attitude that probably spin something in a positive direction because it definitely wasn't the negativity. You know, you go in there thinking this day is going to suck, this day is going to suck. I mean, at what point do you hit hit something in your day that goes, oh, this is great, never mind all that, this day is awesome. I mean, it's very rare that you're going to hit a 180 and then just midday go, fuck, turns out this Monday's awesome. You've already established when you woke up that day, it's Monday, I hate Mondays, today sucks, hate, 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 fucking, you know. It's, uh, you know, play the haters ball because it's Monday. I hate, hate, hate. But, um, that, I mean, there's more to it than that. There's so much more to it than that. And, um, you know, if you have a negative uh, mind state, even when something good happens, it'll be, Man, you know, uh had a really good day at work, but the fucking weather sucked. Uh, you know, the weather was good, but shit, fuck, I'm broke. You know, instead of thinking the one way where it's like, I'm broke, but man, it was fucking beautiful outside. Or, you know, it, you know, uh, the weather sucked, but man, everything just went right at work today. It, you got to flip it in the other direction. And then I'm just saying because these are the type of things that helps you, you know, enjoy yourself and to actually live positively because that, you know, that negative side of things, man, it'll get you and it'll drag you down. And um, the longer you stay in that mind state, it's, you know, the people have said it a lot, um, that negativity and positivity are both contagious. And they really are because if you allow that, you know, and I've seen the conversations, conversation, conversations start up where, um, you know, people will be in an office scenario or people will be in a group 
and it'll be, oh, my husband, this and this and this. And uh, then the other like, other chick will go, yo, yeah, oh, mine too. Rarely do you hear the one that goes, well, <laughs> everything's great on my end. That sucks. That sucks for you because, man, that shit is, you know, someone's always got to come up with something else that's bullshit. Yeah, your husband doesn't work. Well, shit, my my car broke down. Oh, that sucks, man. My daughter just lost her kid. You know, like I mean, it, it just it spirals out of control. The negativity feeds negativity. Same thing goes for positivity. As corny as it is, man, if you walk into a place and everybody's fucking smiling, I mean, you can you you can kind of be like, look at these corny motherfuckers. But in the same token, you're not going to feel the same way as you are if, you know, you walk into a business and people will just fucking look angry. You walk up to the counter of that business, you're not going to think, okay, this is going to go well. You're going to go, okay, here, I got to deal with this motherfucker. Now, you already got to, you know, you got to put up a little bit of walls. You got to walk up there like, fuck, all right, listen, man, I need this or I need that, you know. Someone come, you know, you walk into a place and that person is all smiles. Hey, how you doing today? You're not feeling like, hey, jerk off. I need this. You know, you're gonna be like, hey, how you doing? All right. It, it just, it's, it's welcoming and it helps you, it helps you be more positive too. You know what I mean? And I think it, you know, it goes the other way where, you know, if you're the one fucking smiling all the goddamn time, everybody you encounter are gonna be a little bit more receptive towards anything that's going on with you. They're going to feel more comfortable with you as a whole. Um, I'm I'm working on it little by little because I'm not the most smiling motherfucker ever. <laughs> I can tell you that for sure. But those things really do make a big difference. Um, I, I think, you know, I, I've seen some posts of people just writing off the whole year. This year sucks. Ah, you know, you know, it, it was March. It was March, maybe the end of February, early March, and I saw someone post this big fucking stupid tirade on Facebook. Oh, I'm so over 2015 already. Ugh. Oh, I'm so done with this year. It's like, holy shit. <laughs> you are writing off three quarters of the year. I mean, like, tomorrow's already fucked for you, next month, the, the next week, the week after, next month, two months from now, all the holidays that come fall under the heading of you hate this year already. It's just, um, it's just really a way the, you know, the mind works. And, um, I mean, now you, you got an uphill battle just to be happy about something. Any little minor thing you can take as, as a huge plus. The, the thing I started doing, and I mean, I've always kind of done it in that, um, in that way. I do everything to the fullest. I do everything extreme, um, which I mean, worked that way when I had my vices. So when I drank, I drank to the extreme. I drank, uh, you know, I did everything to the extreme. Um, well now, you know, now that things are more positive, now you see what I'm doing. You see, I'm running, you know, um, obstacle races. And I'm not running one obstacle race. I, I ran six last year. I'm trying to do eight this year. I'm not doing 5Ks. I'm doing, uh, you know, 13-mile mountain races. And I'm pushing myself and focusing and putting everything I can into doing it that way. Um, today, you know, I, I like to plant stuff. Uh, you know, do um, mostly peppers. But, you know, I like the flowers and stuff too. Um, 
so, you know, last year I grew a whole bunch of stuff. The sun didn't treat me so well. I had, um, you know, a little bit of shade issues in the back, so I had to move all my plants around front. And then it was hard to get them to survive towards the end of the year. So, you know, lesson learned this year. It, I'm going to plant all around front for the most part, so I'll get a lot more sun. I got, um, did I get one, two, three, four types of peppers? No, I got 37 types of peppers. You know what I mean? So now, I mean, when I start growing this stuff, I do the hard work. I put in that work. I get this going, and I have 37 different types of peppers, and I could walk around after work, and I could check on all these different things, and, oh, shit, look at this this one sprouting, that one sprouting. Um, you know, I could I could give people peppers, like, hey, man, check out how hot this is. Look at this is crazy. You know, I mean, it's it's another thing to focus your energy on that, um, you know, is positive. And that's just something that I found an interest in. But anybody could find an interest in anything and then just do it to the fullest. Um, they say, you know, if something about an idle mind is dangerous, I forget what the exact quote is, but um, that's kind of what it is. The more you sit and just think and stew in, in what your problems are, the less you, you know, are going to accomplish. I mean, if you, you know, keep yourself busy and find a way to do it that you enjoy. Obviously, you got your job, you got what you got to do there. But, um, you know, same thing. I mean, the training and the working out and stuff, not often during your working out are you really pissed off about stuff. And you might be a little annoyed at somebody at the gym or this and that, but the feeling you're getting off of that, you're getting a lot of energy out, a lot of uh, maybe some aggression, you know, whatever you're getting out but it's doing it in a positive way that when you're done, you can look back and go, yeah, man, look at, look at what I just put in there. Um, I mean, you could take it in the, in the direction of, of landscaping your yard. You could take it in the direction of any hobby you got, do it to the extreme and take pride and happiness in what you're doing. Because that's, that's what separates us from, you know, the mundane, the day in, day out, everything's the same. Everything sucks. And there's really some things that you can do that aren't very um, financially taxing. Like this pepper thing, you know, because I go so over the top with it, you know, it costs me a little bit. Um, and also, like I take um, I take a once-a-year trip. It's about two hours away um, by Philly and Delaware or whatever. But um, it's uh, the home of ChiliPlants.com, cross-country nurseries. This place has 500-plus types of peppers, legitimately. So I take that two-hour trip out there, make a day out of it, and get all my peppers. And like I said, I spent, you know, like I said, I got 40, 48, 46 plants, I think, of somebody, like eight pepper, uh, tomato plants. And, uh, you know, two of the types of peppers I got, I got two of each of those. So like I said, 36 plants overall uh types overall but um that's you know that's the extent i go so i'm all in now that cost me i mean about a i mean because the 30 bucks was the the tomato plants that i picked up for somebody else so then you know minus that probably about 130 bucks that's including like a 28 dollar fertilizer so we're talking about 100 bucks you know what i mean so, but that's that's for the entire season. 
So although that's a little, you know, expensive, it's what I'm trying to do, and I'm doing it to the fullest. Now I put that in, that's a one-time deal. From here on out, it's just watering it, keeping an eye on it. That's it. That's all you got to do. And now that's that's it. I'm set up for that, and I can, you know, maintain it, and, and you take pride in it. And every day, you know, you go out there and check on it. It's something else you got to do. And um, it's it's just an example. There's a million things you could do out there. Um, you know, a lot of people are into like the video games and stuff like that. And that's fine. I mean, you could do that if that's what you probably, so find a way to find actual happiness in what you're doing for your leader. If people that, you know, they go on the video games and they spend, you know, uh, they spend the majority of the time pissed off at, at, you know, the kids online that are yelling at them through their TV now. So it becomes by the time you're, done doing that, you're just as annoyed as you were to begin with. And of course, I mean, things are going to bother you, but you got to let that, the thing is, you know, people, people are going to bother you. Things are going to happen. You don't like, you got to not become that. You can't make that identify you or, um, consume you. You know what I mean? Something fucked up happens in the day. You can't make that the theme of your day. You know, don't put that shit as the title of your day. Just make that shit one of the things that happened that day. Now, let's try to make some more positive shit happen to outweigh that negative. And it'll just be one thing, well, this happened. However, I got this and this and this and that. You know what I mean? So you you tip the scales in your favor. And the more positivity you bring out of your day, the less the negatives make sense. You know, you dwell on those negatives, and it becomes what your day is all about. You know, beginning, middle, and end. That's your whole identity to your day. So, um, yeah, I just, um, I'm going to wrap this up in a minute because, like I said, I just want to keep this podcast short. Just going to do like a little half hour, 40 minute segments. This one will be about a half hour because I see I'm uh, coming up on that. But, um, you just, you just got to find, you know, something that makes you happy and your, your way of handling things mentally is completely defines how your day is going to go. You know, people, oh, I hope tomorrow's a good day. I hope tomorrow doesn't suck. I mean, you're you're already stacking the deck against you. I just I just plan on tomorrow's going to be great. I already, you know, got some stuff going ahead of me. I'm getting a tattoo tomorrow. I got the um the season finale of Gotham tomorrow, but this is just me. You know, what I mean, this is just what I got going. And and these are just small minor things. I know when I get to work tomorrow, I'm going to see all my cats. You know, I love taking care of my cats. I know my kids are going to be beautiful. You know what I mean? There's a million things that you could look at for positivity. You really got to find that positive because just because negative is is easily accepted, you go post on Facebook, I hate this fucking day or fuck this or something like that, you're going to get likes and you're going to get people agreeing with you just because the negative thing is such a common thing to be and it's such like it's got like that rough edge where it's like yeah fuck this yeah fuck everything you know you you know look how look how fuck the world took over you know fgw fgw that shit isn't really that cool i mean it's a cool tough guy thing to say fuck the world but you know if you were standing in front of a fucking waterfall somewhere with an endless view you wouldn't be like yeah fuck this I mean, what, what would that mean? You know, you're sitting in front of, you know, some kind of beautiful scenery, mountain scenery, or, you know, a field full of flowers and shit, just 
you know, crazy, you know, beautiful nature scene, and and you're just going to go, yeah, fuck the world, including this bullshit. Like, nah, that's just that's some, just some cool, negative, tough guy shit to say. But you start internalizing a lot of this. So, you know what I mean? You got to find that positivity. You got to open your eyes towards a lot of the shit that's around you because it's not everything sucks. It's not a, it's not a reality. You can make it your reality, but that shit isn't good. That shit isn't good for you because you're not enjoying yourself. Believe me, you're not enjoying yourself because I lived that fucking life. So, take care of your motherfucking selves. Um, I will talk to you in a couple weeks or so. Um, definitely going to do this, you know, like I said, a couple times a month. Should be good. And, uh, you know, any uh, comments, questions, um, feedback, anything you got, you know, throw it my way. I'll, I'll gladly... Uh, you know, shoot you back an answer if you want me to cover anything on the show, you know, topics or problems you're having and maybe my spin on, you know, uh, you know what you should do or anything like that. You know, hey, man, I don't have the answers to anything, everything, I should say, but I know how I've handled a lot of situations and I know how I continue to handle things, man. I was in that locked-in negative mind state. Uh, substance issues, um, you know, couldn't forgive anything in my past, couldn't let go of anything, and really held just like a grudge on life. And um, it's a horrible way to live. Like I said, you die next week, you can't do this week again, let alone the previous weeks. So, um, you know, it's all about getting through this life in, in the most happy, positive way possible. And, um, you know, maybe passing along that same positivity to somebody else, whether it be your kids, your friends, anybody around you feels better because you're there. I mean, that shit is a, that shit's a win. So, yeah, I'll talk to you guys in a couple weeks. And, uh, you know, hope you enjoyed this or got something out of it. it is what it is. Uh, check out Yakuza Kick when, radio on Wednesday, as always. Talk to you then. Peace.